Hey folks, welcome to uh, like this month's episode of Interesting Stuff, the podcast that's about nothing and really has nobody. Today, I have a very esteemed guest. You know him, you love him, you might not fucking even remember him, I don't fucking know. Anyways, back from the abyss, known as UAB, gotta throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get you fired. I, I would like you to all, like all four or five of you that listen to this goddamn thing, welcome back to the show, the co-host with, well, I would say the most, but I'd be lying. I try not to lie to you guys. He's pretty good. Kevinator. Kevin, how are you? I'm good. How are y'all? I think we're doing pretty good. <laughs> we ain't done one of these in, God, it's been a couple of years since we've done one, man. Yeah. That was that back is. on the original podcast, man. A very, very long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, I think the last one we did was maybe, because I bought the house in 2018, <clears throat> and I moved up there in August. So, it was early 2018. Yeah, yeah, probably like March, shit, March, April. Yeah, because it was right before that last surgery, and I'm about to face another one. Yeah, yeah, it's uh like, oh, midnight, 32 minutes after midnight here, or zero three two hours, as we say in the military. Because that's proper time, not this other crap. Um, and in like, what, three and a half hours, we got to get up and take Kevinator to the hospital to uh, get his gallbladder, like, removed. How do they do that, man? Do they, like, just cut a hole in it and stick a vacuum in? Go at it? No, now they do uh, four incisions. One's right up under the uh, rib cage, actually your, your sternum. They put another incision... Around your belly button, and then two on the right side, and they go in, cut it out, and basically suck everything out of a tube. Wow, that sounds disgusting. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> That's what Kevin has to look forward to here in a couple hours, and I get to wait until they get done sucking out his crap. Boy, that could have sounded really bad right then, couldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Wow. We're not that kind of podcast, unless you start paying us. Then we could become that kind of podcast. Kevin's a whore for anything that's got dollar signs. But, hey, <laughs> but um, I'm not that kind of guy anymore. Unless the money's big. We're talking at least, at least, at the minimum, a Lincoln. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Brings a whole new meaning to the term Lincoln log. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Anyway, Kevin's got that going on tomorrow and all kinds of other fun, happy horse shit. So, uh, Kevin, what you been up to, man? Besides, like, having your gallbladder go bad and stuff. Uh, working. Keeping myself. Staying out of trouble. Best way to do it, just go to work, come home, go to sleep, do it all again. That sounds like fun. That sounds like a... Yes, folks, this is what you have to look forward to when you hit your 40s. We are getting sugared up on soft drinks. Well, I am. Kevin cannot have or partake in anything because uh, he can't, like, eat anything or anything after midnight, whatever. Or I'll turn into a gremlin. Well, you kind of look like one anyways. Mm, yeah, whatever. And you wouldn't be a good-looking one either. You'd be like the gremlins, and the other ones would be like, yeah, um, I need at least a case to take that one home. Yeah. <laughs> a long night. Yeah, very long night. Very long, very long night 
Oh my God, I'm telling you. So Super Bowl, we didn't watch it. Um, Kevin's playing with his phone. I don't know what he's watching over there. Last time I saw it, it was like some kind of Japanese bathroom porn or something. <laughs> he likes that kind of stuff. Like something about two girls in like a cup or something like that. I don't know. Oh, my God. Kevin's in some weird shit, guys. I mean, like some weird shit. It's okay. We're not judging. And we've only got like one listener, so like one person on the face of the earth knows that. You know? That's one too many. Yeah, yeah. I ought to write a book, Kevin's Deepest, Darkest Secrets. It won't be very long. <sighs> kind of like yeah. something else you got going on. Bam! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, oh. it's been a long time. <clears throat> been a while since we've done this, man. Uh, I kind of miss, I, I miss doing it. Uh, when I first started the podcast, oh, God, three years ago, I guess. January 2017. I, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. That's when I I did the first episode, and uh, that first episode, yeah, I, I don't I don't even know what what prompted me to do it, man. I was just like, you know, fuck it, you know, I, I like podcast, and I'm gonna look up how to do it, and I figured out how to do it. I got a good friend of mine, Gabe Grantham. Shout out to you, Gabe, who uh, actually does the theme song that I never have with me when I do a podcast. Ironically enough, um, <clears throat> he uh, went to. Uh, College got a uh, sound recording studio degree thing from uh, uh what's the name of that Full Sail University, and uh, was actually doing that down in New Orleans before Katrina hit and all that stuff. He was working in a record studio down there, did a lot of work and stuff. <clears throat> and he was telling me that uh, when I dropped the first podcast, he was like, you know, I've got all this equipment, and all this schooling, I'm still in debt from it, and. You did a podcast before I did one. That's like his sticking point. He's like, can't believe you actually did a podcast before me. Well, you know, you just get up and fucking do it. Well, before we started doing this, I'd never even heard of a podcast. Yes. That is true. That is true. It's like I tell everybody, man. Podcasts are just having a conversation. And I like doing them better when you've got somebody to play off of. It's more fun. But... You know, the ones where you're doing it by yourself, if you have everything worked out in your head, they're a lot of fun, too. This one is in no way, shape, or form scripted. Literally, like, oh, six minutes and 45 seconds ago, I just said, hey, Kevin, I'm about to start recording. So I hit record. So, yeah, we're not planning anything out on this one <clears throat> at all. Definitely spur of the moment. Yeah, well, we're bored, and, you know, we, I don't think... Might as well stay up. Might as well stay the fuck up, man. Ain't nothing else to do. So if we're going to be up, you're going to be up. You know? Well, in about mm, six hours, I won't give a shit. I'll be asleep anyway. Yeah, you'll be asleep, and I'll be trying to figure out what I'm going to do until they release you. Boy, that's going to be fun. Well, you got a big parking lot you can hang out in. Man, I ain't hanging out in no parking lot. <laughs> That really don't sound good, man. <laughs> Kevin or, wants to be a lot loser when he grows up. Or you could just go speed through Warrior. Oh, that would yeah. be kind of fun. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we have a... Uh, well... Well, dead air, dead air, dead air. Family... Well, one of my family members, a mutual friend of ours that, you know, um, is a police officer that way. He's not just a police officer. He's a sergeant. 
Well, yeah. They put stripes on that boy. Oh. Somebody was desperate to get a sergeant. Joking, don't give me a ticket. And because the prophet said we won't name any names. So. Tim Evans. But, um... <laughs> I was trying to keep it discreet. It is discreet. They don't know who he is. There's a lot of them. Well, he knows where I live, so, you know, I don't... Yeah, know I'm safe. I'm like, I'm like two hours away, man. He ain't coming up to where I live. You, on the other hand, you know, yeah. Oh. It, it could be awkward. It could be... It could definitely be awkward. And I'm going to throw the blame on you. Before we did this podcast, Kevin told me to say that, Tim. So, you know... He did not. Yes, yeah. Yeah, he did. He told me to say all that stuff. So, and he held a gun to my head when he did it. So I didn't have a choice. You know, I don't have a gun. Is. What are you talking Shut about? Shut up, boy. <laughs> what happened to your gun? I threw it in light. I you told know. you, man. After you shoot somebody, you don't throw it in damn light. You dip it in acid. Damn. See, Tim? See, this, this is what you have created. Joking. Nobody's been shot. Everything's good. There is no dead bodies or anything else. That we know of. Kevin could be a serial killer. I don't know. Just don't go in that back room. I don't think I want to go back in that back room anyways. Is that where you keep the swing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to see your little, yeah. Yeah. I don't want them reindeer uh, reindeer games being brought to light on the (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Some reindeer games I could live with that. So, you remember a while back, I shot you that uh, link for Bruce to, right? Yeah. You've been watching that shit? Yes, I have. Man, anyone out there, go online, go to uh, YouTube, and type in Bruce to. And click any fucking episode they got. I don't care what it is. My favorite one is the one about the uh, wrestling. I don't remember the name of it. There's two of them about wrestling. One of them is like four minutes and 11 seconds. The other one's like two minutes. Watch the four-minute one. It's fucking hilarious. It is absolutely fucking hilarious, man. He's got some of the best shit I've ever seen. It's animated. It's funny. It's talking about a guy growing up in the 90s, which, you know, kind of relate to. I, I was more of an 80s kid, as was Kevin. We we basically grew up in the 80s. Man, that was a good time, too. Had great movies. Before cell phones. Yeah, no cell phones. Uh Actually, they were, but they were too expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way too expensive. I think the first one I seen was my friend's dad, and you know, he worked uh, out at the airport, and it was one of those in a uh, leather case, and yeah, everything. Yeah. It was like heavy as a brick. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I remember my mom's boss had a car phone in his car, and that was like the coolest thing in the world. I remember when I was like seven or eight, uh, mom had taken the car to like get a detail or something. I don't remember, but I'm riding on the passenger side and I'm looking at that phone. I'm just looking at it, you know? And she's like, you want to call somebody? I'm like, yeah. So she was like, well, you can call your Nana and Papa, my grandparents, <clears throat> just make it quick. So I picked that phone up. I dialed their number and I remember calling them. I'm on the Mississippi river bridge coming from Arkansas back into Memphis. And I'm like, I'm on the bridge and I'm calling you from a car. It was like the coolest thing in the world, man. You know, this must have been like, oh God, 85, 86. I wasn't any older than 10. 85, 86, maybe, maybe 87. I don't freaking remember. Maybe I was 11. Who cares? It's a good story. I don't care. Oh, wow. 
It was 1990 when I seen my first cell phone. It was cool, man. It was cool. I remember, like, getting my first actual cell phone. I was at Fort Carson, Colorado. This is back in 1990. You see, I'm going to talk like the old people. This is back in 1997. And uh, I went through AT&T. Got the little cell phone. It looks like one of the little miniature versions of a cordless phone. For those, look up cordless phone. You know, most of y'all won't know what it is, but it looked like a mini cordless phone, and uh, I got it. And I remember the deal on it was on Monday through Friday, you could call from seven p.m. to seven a.m. You were good. Seven a.m. to seven p.m. You were not good. On the weekends, I want to say it was like from seven p.m. Saturday night or Friday night until Monday at seven a.m. You were good. So, of course, I'm a dumbass, and I'm a, like, 20-year-old kid that has cell phone. So, I'm on, I never will forget, I'm on top of this fucking uh, water tanker truck <clears throat> in the motor pool at Fort Carson. I'm getting ready to work on it and shit, and I climb on top of it and all that shit. I get my cell phone out, and I call my friend Mike Stubbe. I'm like, guess where I am? He's like, where? I said, I'm calling you from my cell phone on top of a tanker in the fucking motor pool at Fort Carson, Colorado. How fucking awesome is this? So we talk for a couple minutes. I hang up. I'm not thinking about it, right? And I must have made some other calls, too. I probably did. I don't remember them. But I'm <laughs> sure I did make some other calls with that phone because when my phone bill came, my phone bill was like $450 fucking dollars. Now, at this time, I'm clearing about $650 every two weeks, right? Yep, there goes that paycheck. Wow. I'm like, holy crap, and I'm in the Army, so if I don't pay the bill, they're going to send a copy of it to my fucking chain of command, and they're going to make me pay that bill. You know? Bad things happen when you don't pay your bills in the Army. At least back then, I don't know what they do now, but back in this time period, you know, all your debt debtor had to do was contact, you know, your fucking chain of command and tell them, you know, hey, Kevin Meadows laid on his car payment, and guess what? You would be standing before the old man, captain, and you would get your ass chewed out. Before that, your squad leader would chew you out, and then your platoon sergeant, then your first sergeant, and then your company commander. All of them would take a bite out of your ass. And uh, usually what would happen at that point is they would tell you to go and fix it. If you could not go and fix it right then, then they would creatively, meaning paperwork would be filed and they would take the money out of your fucking account and as soon as you got paid you didn't have any choice in it so it was a big deal back then man you know you paid your debts it was it was sad because you see guys go out and get a brand new car right like a brand new private you know e2 making no money coming on post he's got a brand new fucking honda and you know them car payments where he got no fucking credit you know he paying like even back then like 350 bucks a month he ain't making no fucking money, you know? And you're like, okay, well, I give him three months before it's repossessed. $350 then would be $500-something now? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? And, I mean, it was just ridiculous, man. You know, you had all kinds of stuff off right off post in the towns. Colorado Springs was a great town, and uh, it didn't need the military post to survive, but right off, you know, you come out B Street Gate, you had pawn shops, you had liquor stores, you had check cashing places, payroll advance places, strip clubs, you know, bars, 
and, you know, like car lots everywhere, you know, and all I'm trying to fleece you of your money, every damn one of them. And more than one person would fall for it, you know, and be like, okay, well, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. I remember this kid one time <clears throat> took out a loan from this payroll company, right? And it was 5000 fucking dollars. Damn. And it had a compound interest rate, I think, of like 10% or something. I mean, it was like outrageous high. And he had... I've seen it that bad. I've seen them 700 and something percent. I'm just saying, you know, 10%, whatever. It was bad. I don't remember exactly how much. But he had no idea how interest rate worked. Had no idea. So he's like, yeah, you know, I make like, you know, payments and they're like $50 a month. And I'm like, on $5,000, do you realize how long it's going to take you to pay this shit off? You know? Because by the time you're done paying this off, you paid them back like damn near triple what you fucking borrowed. You know? It was, it was some bad shit. I knew a lot of kids that would file for, you know, bankruptcy. They don't even have PFC rank yet. You know? It, it was bad. You know, or the, you know, and then he had the other end of the spectrum, which are people I've heard about. I just sat in the barracks read my Bible. That's all I ever did. But I've heard of people yeah, right. who would go to, like, these gentlemen club establishments and, like, you know, spend a bunch of money in them with, you know, ladies who would, like, take their clothing off for them and stuff. I mean, I've never been in a place like that. But I've heard tale that a lot of guys lost oh, yeah. a lot of money doing that. You were at Bible camp. Yes, I was at Bible camp and, you know, doing stuff like that, reading TMs and FMs and stuff like that, which are technical manuals, field manuals, stuff like that, because I wanted to be all I could be. That was the old Army motto. Uh, Kevin's got to go use the latrine, apparently. He's having a hard time walking. This is him sober, by the way. You see him when he's drunk. He's like Barishnikov. But, uh, but anyways, you know, I didn't do any of that stuff ever. Never went to a bar, none of that stuff. And, uh, but I've heard tale of, you know, how guys would, you know, spend their money, you know, in all seriousness, you know, I can remember getting paid like on a Friday and, uh, by Saturday being dead fucking broke, having no money whatsoever. And then you figure out, okay, well, I've got two weeks to live until I get paid again, you know, and I need boot polish because back then we had to polish boots. I need starch because back then we had to starch our uniforms, you know, and I'm going to need cigarettes and dip and beer. Beer was always factored in your budget. Had to be, that was an essential item had to be packed in. I've still got a rock sack. Maybe you can remember this shit, Kevin. Remember that nasty-ass liquor that came out in the 90s called Aftershock? Yes. Remember that nasty shit? That cinnamon. Yes. That's it. I fucking... little bottles and they were kind of like opaque. Little square bottles. Yep. I had this bright idea. Because in the field, you would hustle, right? I would bring extra cigarettes. I'd bring extra dip. Extra chewing tobacco. Because when you're out there for a while, guys run out of shit. So, you know, I, even back then, I could sell packed cigarettes, man, which were like a buck fifty back then. I'm in the field, man. I could sell them for like five, six bucks pack. Can of dip, six, seven bucks can, you know? So I get this bright idea in my head, right? Great idea on paper. I'm going to bring Aftershock to the field, and I'll sell it by the fucking shot, right? I'm thinking, you know, five bucks shot. I'm good. Three shots to pay for the fucking bottle, right? I'm making money on this shit. Somebody's going to do it. Yeah. I pat my rucksack up and all that shit. Yeah, but three shots is the bottle. No, no, I got one of the big motherfucking bottles, man. 
Well, I was poor. I couldn't ever afford those. <laughs> I got a big one, man. So I'm thinking, and it's like syrup with sparkles in it, man. It was fucking gross, and it was cinnamon. But um, it's American version of Jägermeister. Very bad version. Jägermeister sucks. Aftershock sucked worse. But you know, I, I got this bottle packed in my fucking rock, and uh, <clears throat> didn't think to put like a plastic bag around there or anything. You can see where this is going already. So I got my rock sack sitting down. I've got my squad. My <clears throat> I've got my guys doing shit and all that stuff. We've all got our rocks lined up and all that shit. And um, I don't know exactly what happened. All I know is when I come back to my rock, I smell cinnamon. And I look down at the bottom of the fucking... Because, like, the rock sack has the main compartment, and then you had three big pockets on the outside of it. So I'm looking at the middle compartment, which is where I put the shit, and it's, like, leaking. You know, there's, like looks like syrup coming out of it so i'm like in panic mode now because i'm like if i get caught with this in my rock i'm in deep shit you know so i grab my fucking rock run into the latrine real quick i get all the broken bottle bits out of the motherfucker i take you know like fucking uh paper towels and soap and i start scrubbing it to try to get the shit off there of course it don't work that stain is still on my rock sack 20 (laughs) fucking four years later the rucksack is in my basement now, and that stain is still on my rucksack. Maybe you should have put some dirt and leaves and shit in there. I was a up. fucking idiot. <laughs> it was a great idea in theory. Practice could have used some improvement, you know. It, it really could have, you know. Of course, back then, you know, talking about the 90s army and shit, like it was that, you know, it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. It really don't until I start talking about it. But back then, you know, we'd get ready to go to the field, you go a field, you know, for two weeks, a month, sometimes, whatever. And you get bored when you're in the field. And if you're in a unit where you actually are, like, in a truck, you know, and I was, by then, a generator mechanic, <clears throat> so I controlled all electricity that came through me. Had my own personal generator. Made sure I had that motherfucker. And uh, had a box on my truck and all that stuff. Used generator power, the lights in the box and all that. I had cough pot, the whole nine yards. So I bring TV vcr playstation but back then this is the 90s so your tvs weren't the size of a little piece or notebook tablet you know where they weigh nothing you know and all that shit these are like big ass fucking heavy box brick tvs 40 damn pounds at least yeah and you having to pick that shit up carry that shit put it on the fucking truck had my welder build a special little box compartment for it so it wouldn't like rumble all over the place. I had to lift it up, put it in there. Then I've got a VCR and a DVD player because I'm like high speed as shit at that point. I'm at the cutting edge of technology in the 1990s. Oh yeah, and the DVD players were the size of. Oh no 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 briefcase. You don't understand, man. At this point, I was like the step below the highest because I had. A VCR DVD combo oh. player. Then after that, what I did was I went top of the line. I had the TV with the VCR D- and the DVD player built into it. Oh, talk yeah. about pimping, man! Straight fucking <laughs> pimping. I mean, when I got that thing, man, they were like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Yep, it's fucking big screen movie night." Then I had a PlayStation One. Oh my god! Yeah, big screen movie night. <clears throat> I'll, I'll what? 27 inches of it? Yeah, it probably was. It was probably like 19. I don't fucking remember. It wasn't, it wasn't half the size of that one right there. <laughs> and I'm pointing like you guys can see it. 
It's 44 inch. Yeah, so that was screen. probably like 22 inches, 24 inches, something like that. And it weighed like 100 fucking pounds, you know? So you had to pick that motherfucker up, put it in a little cage, you know? And then after you get all that done, you got your PlayStation, all that stuff. So it was like pimping. And then, you know, we made a box in the front because it's before your phones played music and shit, you know? So your options were you could, like, bring a boombox or you could do the smart thing, <clears throat> which is get a car stereo, you build a mount, it was a box, put the car stereo in there, put your speakers, connect them to the back of the stereo with long pieces of wire. So all you had to do was set the box in the middle of the truck, strap it in, hook it to the fucking battery on the truck, then take your speakers and you bring them out. And you clip them on Velcro all around the cab. It was a shit, man. It was the <laughs> shit. This is what your hard-earned government dollar was paying for in the United States military back then. We were coming up with all kinds of ways to do shit. But um, that was how we got our sounds, you know, and stuff like that. And, uh, I mean, it was just, it was a trip, man. It was an absolute trip. And I think about today's technology back then. I mean, think about it, dude. Think, think about this phone right now. Yeah. I'm recording on this phone. This thing right here, my phone, is better than any computer I ever had in my military career. You know, when I came in, we were still in DOS-based programs, command prompt type. You know, command prompt Enter. Command prompt, enter. Run C, enter. Run C drive, blah, 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 enter. Shit like that. And I thought I was good with computers, man. I didn't know about, like, Windows and shit like that. Had no clue about it. We got Internet Cafe in Baumholder, Germany. This is 1998-99 time frame, right? Internet Cafe. Still a dial-up. Yeah. I didn't know what the Internet fucking was. Had no idea. Had one of my buddies say, we got to go to the internet cafe. And I'm like, you know, what's, what's the internet? He's like, dude, the internet, man. So he explains it to me. I don't want to seem stupid. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know what that shit is, man. Yeah, yeah, I know what that is. So we get there, and there's a computer in front of me. And it's got Windows. I have no clue what the fuck I'm doing. It had a mouse. I'd never used a mouse before. Ever. I'd use arrows. You know, slide over, slide up, command prompt type. That was my limit of computer experience for the Oregon Trail where I killed a lot of motherfuckers. That's what I was about to yes. bring up the Oregon Trail. Killed a lot of motherfuckers on the trail. I don't think any of my settlers ever survived. You know, <laughs> I killed a lot of them. You know, I, I'm like a serial killer. I think the Oregon Trail police are probably still looking for me. You know? I don't even think I ever made it out of town. I made it, I think I beat it like once or twice, but it won very often. Most of the time we catch like motherfucking, you know, like bubonic plague COVID polio shit and the whole fucking place be wiped out you know it'd be like what the fuck you know it's fucked up man that game was tough not to any of you if you can find an old texas instrument computer texas instruments and you find the big old floppy disk and put that motherfucker in that computer and you fire it up and you play the Oregon Trail? About four hours later. I mean, you dead. Forever. You are dead. You're not going to make it. I don't care what. You can play your Halo all you want to. Oregon Trail will whip your motherfucking ass. It's got like one, you know, what? they got like six, four bit graphics and shit. This is like one bit graphic. It's a half bit. Fuckers couldn't afford to put a whole bit on there. 
You know? It was crazy, man, but that game was tough as shit. It was fun, though. God, yeah. it was fun. Bleep, bleep, bleep. And the yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Then yeah, he hit, yeah. like, the rivers that would swell. And it was in green, too. Yes. It was in green and black, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And you'd come to a river, and the river would, like, swell, and you'd be like, okay, well, you have to ford the river and shit. And every time you did that, your fucking shit was fucked. And if you waited for the river to go down, your shit was fucked. So either way, you were fucked. You weren't going to fucking get out of this shit alive. It was not going to end well for you or your little people in your little wagon party. Kit Carson was not there with us, man. He skipped town. <laughs> you know? And nowadays, like, my nine-year-old niece has her own TikTok. And she gets in there and does videos. Wow. That would be so far beyond what we did when we were that age. I ate rocks. Yeah. Yeah. I ate rocks. I buried my damn G.I. Joe's in the Actually dirt. when I was nine I was going through because Disney relaunched the Davy Crockett series, right? You remember this. I know yeah. you remember this. David Crockett was back on TV. I'm a Tennessean. David Crockett's like the coolest fucker in the world, right? So I was going through a David Crockett phase at nine. Where I had a stick, a stick, a stick that looked like a gun, a stick, and I was running through the fucking woods playing David Crockett. A stick. Not a fucking toy gun bought from a store, or a BB gun, or a video game. No, a fucking stick like you get off a goddamn tree. That's what I used. And I liked it. It was fun. Because I didn't know any better. <laughs> it was always better to get those sticks. They were already shaped like one. Yeah. Without yeah. having to cut it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You you would spend hours going through the woods. You know, like this one looks like a pistol. I can use this. This one looks like a sword. I can use this. This one looks like a rifle. I can use that. Spend hours out there. That was your toy box for the fucking woods, man. You go out there and find shit. Tie a rope onto something and climb it and fall and... You know, break your leg in like 10 different places. You go home. First one's out of your mom's mouth is, are you bleeding? Do you need stitches? Okay, go back outside. That's how it worked. And your rocks were grenade. grenades. Grenades, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were grenades, man. You know, and uh, I mean, shit was fun. It was rough, you know, looking back on it. Yeah, and it's so fucked up because now I think at it, I think on it. And I'm like, I would not turn my kids, I don't like for my kids, and the world's a different place now, but I wouldn't, I won't let my kids like get out of my fucking line of sight. I won't do it. You know, I, I don't want them running around. We live way out in the country, so it's good, but I don't want them running around. I get worried if they hit the tree line, you know, because I'm scared like a snake will get them or something like that. Man, when I was that age, they just open the fucking door and said, get out. Yeah. Go do something, you know? As soon as you got up and ate breakfast, they put you out the door. Yep. And said, come back before dark. Mm-hmm. I you get thirsty, going, there's a water hose. I remember packing a bag full of snacks and going out in the woods and staying out there yep. until it got dark. I remember, man, like, telling, like, when I go see my grandparents over in Arkansas, I'd tell them, you know, I'm going on back part of the property, I'm going to go camping, right? I'd fucking pack my shit, load up, go down there. See, I'd be gone for days, you know, days. I had me a couple of cans of like, you know, fucking chili and stuff, man. You know, some beef jerky, build me a little fire, make me a little shelter, 
I'd be, I'd be back there for days, man. Me and uh, my grandpa's dog, Tippy, she was a border collie. That was the greatest dog ever, man. That was the greatest dog ever. Tippy made like Ren Tin Tin and Lassie look like bitches. <laughs> I saw a Tippy, man, one time. I kid you not. Copperhead's in the yard, right? Copperhead. He's pissed. I don't know what he's mad about. They're always pissed about something. Copperheads are very fucking temperamental. They're fucking assholes. They will chase you. Rattlesnakes will warn you. Rattlesnakes like, nah, 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 back off, buddy. I don't want to have to fucking come after you. Copperhead just chase you. My, uh, Copperhead just lay there, wait for you to step on him. Then when you step on him, he going to bite you. Asshole. No, wait, wait, wait. It's water moccasins. Moccasin, if it's close to the water, will chase you. If it's not close to the water, they usually try to get the fuck away from you. But if you're within water reach, yeah, moccasin's coming after you. You know, I got a story about that too, man. I was fishing one time. I had one chase me. Mm-hmm. When I first came home, or no, 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 when I took leave after I got married the first time, I took, you know, my now ex-wife to this uh, area down in Shelby Forest. It's a park, you know, in Memphis. And uh, <clears throat> they had this old abandoned boat launch ramp off to the side. I like to go over there because, you know, it was grown up by now. It just looked really cool and nobody was ever over there, you know. So I'm like, we're going to go to the abandoned boat launch ramp. And, man, we come over, like, this little mound that they built to keep people from driving back there anymore. They just mound dirt up in the drive. So we go over the little mound. We're coming over the top of it. We see something moving through the fucking uh, brush. And it's a water moccasin. He's good five foot long. And I swear he's about as big around as my forearm. He's huge. My ex-wife had never seen one before. She's from Colorado. She's never seen a cottonmouth before. Well, he's moving. Just zipping along, and he stops. And he stops in the middle of the trail. He turns around and looks at us, and he opens that mouth up, right? That big old white mouth. He's giving you a warning. Yeah, and my wife's like, what What the hell is that? And I'm like, that's cotton mouth, honey. That was the end of our trip out there. She beat feet so fast. I mean, it was like, you remember the cartoons? You'd be watching them, and like the cartoon character turned so fast, the bobby pins would be left hanging in the air. Yeah. Remember that shit? Yeah, that was her. I'm like, runner. I'm like literally sitting there saying, it's caught, what, where the hell are you? And she's in the car, doors closed. She got the window rolled and back then you had to crank it by hand. She's like, get in the car. We are leaving. <laughs> I'm like, it's just a water mine. She's like, no, 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 no. I'm not going anywhere near that. How many of those live in there? And I'm like, I don't know. I didn't stop to fucking count, you know? And they got loggerheads in there too. What's a loggerhead? It's a huge snap. I get in the car. We are leaving. Okay, we're getting in the car. So that was the end of her trip, Shelby Forest. That was it. She had no... It's like, you know, honey, the river's really cool. It's, I can see it from the bridge. That's enough. But honey, let's get that. I'm not going near that bank. You can't... No, I'm not doing it. No, not doing it. Never could get her near the Mississippi River again. It was sad. It was sad, man. It hurt my feelings. Then I told her what a gar was, and that, like, freaked her out, too. Lord, oh, yeah, a gar. She had no idea. For those of you who don't know, a gar... It's a freshwater fish, and basically, it kind of looks like a carp and a dinosaur from the Plesiolithic, whatever the fuck, period. Like, got drunk one night and knocked the boots. So it's got, like, this big, long beak with teeth on it and, like, the body of a carp. It kind of looks like swordfish on, like, steroids, you know, sort of. Or basically if a bass and alligator had a baby. Yeah, 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 except it's not quite as big as either one of those, obviously. It's about the size of a fucking carp, you know. And, uh, you know, people eat them and stuff. I've never eaten one. 
But most people, when they catch them, and I don't agree with this, but they'll catch them and throw them on the bank and just let them die. I don't believe in that shit. You know, if you catch them, unhook them, throw them back in the water. They're not bothering you. They won't They won't hurt you, but they're scary looking as shit. Loggerheads are huge snapping turtles. They're gigantic. I mean, big. And they got power behind them jaws. Well, I seen one. Pick one up off the road one time. This is near Smith Lake. Picked it up. I thought it was just a regular turtle. Until I turned it toward me and looked, and it snapped at yep. me, and I tossed it off, off the ditch. So, well, that's it. Dude, I yeah. remember, I was like maybe 12, <clears throat> me and a buddy of mine skipped school. We are going fishing, right? Because I'm living with my grandparents by this point. And uh, skipped school, we are going fishing. wonder why I went to alternative school. <clears throat> but um, we skipped school, we are going fishing. So we go fishing and uh, cast my rod in. And it's acting like it's hung on something, right? So I'm thinking, man, I done snagged a log or something like that. So I'm fighting with it and it starts giving a little bit. So I'm like, all right, you know, if I keep playing with it, I'll work it loose and, you know, I'll be all right. It's reeling in, it's reeling in. All of a sudden I see a head come up out of that water. It was a big loggerhead. He had swallowed the hook and everything and he was pissed. He's hissing like crazy. And I'm like, oh, hell. So I cut the line and beelined it to the car because he was big and he was mad. Oh, my God. And he was coming your way. He was like, I'm going to whip your ass. I've been watching that TV show about my cousins of Ninja Turtles. I've been taking that MMA show. I'm going to whoop your ass. Ninja hell. You call me UFC fucking turtle. I'm going to fuck you up, boy. You know? You're like Ken Shamrock my ass, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't want that. I didn't want any piece of that motherfucker. You know? But, I mean, you think about, like, I don't even know how to get on that topic. But you think about, like, life back then versus life now. And some of the cool things about life. Go ahead. We would have BB gun fights. Yes. And shoot each other. Yes. Now, kids want to use real fucking guns. I mean, we had BB guns. And you shoot somebody, they have BB sticks in your nipple. And you got to pop it out, you know. I've never had that problem, thankfully. Well, I had one. That's why you leak everywhere you go. That's why I can't have nipple rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I had one lodged in my shoulder that my mom had to take out with a pair of tweezers. Yep. Then he got chewed out, rightfully so, because it was stupid to have those. Yeah, because, you know, you could shoot your eye out. Well, yeah, literally. I've already got, I've only got one eye anyway. So. Yeah, good point, good point. Uh, good point, I didn't think about that. Oh, yeah, and then you see all these people using guns. and Back then, we used to just fight, you know. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I remember having a rock fight. Throwing rocks yes, at each other. Yes, yes, yes. Throwing rocks, just standing 10 foot apart. Yep. Like, Hunking rocks, like, yeah. as hard as you can. It's like damn Civil War. Just throw you know? I'm but, telling you, man, the only thing missing was the bugles. I'm telling you, know? and nowadays, it's just crazy what people do. I, I think people are still good. I just think that we, we need to kind of realign and reset a lot of stuff. Well, 2020 was a sucky-ass year. But one thing it did do is, for some people, it brought them back together, brought more families together. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. I can see that. Um, I just. Uh, it had its good and bad. Yeah, and 21's like, 
telling 2020, you know, hold my beer. I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah, 2021 has just kicked 2020 off the damn rock cliff. Oh, one good thing that happened in 2020 is that, you know, the St. Louis Cardinals got Nolan Arenado from the uh, Colorado Rockies, the best third baseman in baseball. I don't care what they say, <laughs> you know. And, uh, well, we not only got them, we, we basically, this is how it worked. We gave the Rockies a useful bullpen piece, not you know, a closer or anything, just a useful bullpen piece who might be able to be stretched into a decent starter. A uh, few minor league prospects, I think it was four, that are not in our top ten. And we made them give us $51 million on top of that to take the best third baseman in baseball off their hands. Hmm. Sounds like a good deal. That was a great deal. I was very happy with it. I'm very happy with it. I'm still very happy about it. You know? But uh, anyways, we've been talking now for about 41 minutes. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think yeah, that's it's good for the first time back. I think it's real good for the first You don't really talk much. What? You're just kind of sitting around going blah, 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 blah. You know, I had to build a room edition for somebody's ego, you know, but that's a different story for a different My ego is just fine. Me and my ego get along very well, actually. Yeah, I know. We we, we kind of like each other. We're kind of stuck with each other. I like my ego, and my ego likes me. <laughs> All right, we're going to end it on that note, and uh, we need to do this more often. We need to get back in the swing of this stuff. We haven't really done anything. Yeah, but how many times have we said, okay, yeah, we're going to do this on phone, or we're going to end up... You well, know, we just did it. I know, but... We but just did it. We just got to do this again. collaborate, you know, while you're sitting up there at the house, and then I'm on the phone down here, or whatever, you know. But I have a Vila that is very far away. I got it. I understand. My Vila is very long distance. About an hour. About an hour, hour and a half, somewhere around there. Right around there, yeah. But anyways, hope y'all enjoyed this. It was just a couple of guys shooting the shit, having fun, reliving old memories, and trying to entertain you. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. And uh, Kevin, say goodnight. Goodnight. Peace. We'll see you later. Till then, be smart, be safe, don't do stupid shit. Salute. Adios, bye con Dios, and a bunch of other words I don't really know what they mean. Bye.